is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, Got to play pinball and put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cock. I was standing by the window on one cold and cloudy day. And I saw the first come rolling for to carry my mother away. Oh, can the circle be unbroken? By and by, Lord, by and by. Ow! Bit I, is that Bradley Kincaid? Is A.P. Carter and the Carter family. The Carter family. Okay. You know, this... Ken Burns special on country music that's been out here uh, in the past week. Uh, my cousin in Nashville has been sending me texts about it. And uh, the first part of it is just all Kentucky people. Uh, Bradley Kincaid is one of them. The Carters, I think, are from Virginia, aren't they? Um, yeah, I think they were from Virginia, but they actually recorded this in eastern Tennessee. Yeah. In Bristol. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the uh, it seems like everybody's had a chance to watch this documentary except me. Yeah, me too. I have not. Uh, Where is the documentary? It's Ken Burns, who's right. done the things on the Civil War and stuff like that, did this documentary uh, just, it's just out now on country music. And it's a four-part, uh, two hours per part deal. And evidently... Uh, Everybody in Nashville's been watching it and talking about how great it is. And, you know, it's just really gives a definitive view on country music and how it came about and that sort of thing. And the earliest part of country music uh, is just all about it's Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, you know, and Nashville figured out how to market it. Kentucky made the music. Nashville figured out how to, you know, do the mark. Tennessee didn't have that many Mm -hmm. people that that made music. It was it was Kentucky, Virginia, and places like that. Interesting. Anyway, yes, Psalm twenty-eight. By the way, welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. (laughs) Welcome unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. Be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands towards thy holy oracle. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which give peace to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. That's Psalm 28, first three verses. Um, we have today, uh, a lovely guest who is the, uh, head of visit Lex. Her name's Mary Quinn Raymer. Thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. Well, we're glad to have you like that. My pleasure. Yeah. That hospitality is already coming out. Well, you know, you give hospitality, you get it back. That's right. Um, tell us a little bit about what's going on with, visit lex i mean uh, i remember david lord when it was a lexington convention and business Visitors yeah <laughs> that was the name of it and they shortened it which is really a good idea but uh, you guys do so much in terms of promoting the city of lexington and fayette county and central kentucky and um, there's a whole lot to promote Absolutely. so an embarrassment of riches almost yes oh i like that we uh so visit lex is the tourism office for the city of lexington we work very closely obviously with uh the mayor and her staff and we really are charged with turning this uh world-class city into a world-class destination for visitors and so we spend right. 
most of our time and effort uh, marketing, celebrating, highlighting, featuring the various uh, signature industries that we're fortunate to have based here, and also doing our part to recruit meetings and conventions to the city. So Right. So, so Mary Quinn, real quick, I want to, before you get into some of the exciting things you've got going on, we got a, we got an identifier. I like to call her the blue horse lady. Yeah. I mean, because that's really. Is she the one that came up with that? Well, the blue horse. I mean, let's talk about the, the name change. Visit Lex from the Lexington Convention. I mean, that was a big deal back in the mid 2000s. Yeah, right? it's actually been about 10, 11 years ago 10, 11. we got started on this journey. And the idea was pretty simple. We just needed an iconic, memorable mark. And, of course, that sounds pretty straightforward. And you can imagine the complexities that go into bringing a community together to figure out right. what said mark should be. And uh, we were very fortunate at that time to have the opportunity to work with a, a world-class design firm, Pentagram. And they came into town. We did a, you know two days driving them all around farms, downtown, everything in between. And we got back to the office and we said, okay, so give us your you know feedback. And they looked at us and they said, we hate to tell you, but it's the horse. Yeah. Okay. It's not basketball. Right. The horse. It's but it, the but horse it, but it was blue. So they said, uh, give us a little bit of time, and we're going to see what we can do to put a 21st century spin on something that has been, you know, ubiquitous and, and ever-present in Lexington from the beginning. So they came back a, about a month later, and they said, uh, okay, here it is. And I'll never forget sitting in that conference room when that PowerPoint slide went up, and they took this very traditional European racing horse – uh, confirmation portrait uh, looked like something that would come straight out of Europe, and then the very next slide, it was bright UK blue. I'm yeah, like, that is memorable. Right. Oh yeah, and very. So that was the moment uh, that the blue horse was uh, first conceived. What was the initial reaction, though? Did everybody go? <gasps> there, uh, it, it was. Uh, it, it was everything from "Oh my gosh, I absolutely love it! I can't stop looking at it." To "You must be kidding me! I feel like I'm in a Saturday Night Live skit." That's awful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Awful. So we had everything in between, and I really credit David Lord because. There was certainly some pushback, but he said, I really think this is uh, eye-catching. I think it's going to stand out. I think it has the potential to endure, and we're going to press forward with it. So we at the tourism office decided we're going to just stay the course with the Blue Horse, and I think 12 years in, we can say it was a good call. Gosh, it's been that long. It's I think it's brilliant. Well, maybe 11 years. 11. 11 years. Two, yeah, two two. 2008, yeah. something like that? Uh, we we first met with Pentagram in 2008. Okay. And, um, you know, it took about a year for all the right pieces to come together before we officially unveiled it. Now, I will tell you, if you'll give me just a moment of indulgence, there's a great story behind this particular blue horse. Yes. It's not just any horse. It's actually um, the famous racehorse Lexington, which was a very prolific sire back in the 19th century. He uh, was so important, as a matter of fact, when the Civil War was raging on here in Lexington, they shipped him to Missouri to protect him so that he would not get hurt in the crossfire. Really? And How about course, that? The horse was named after the city of his birth, um, has connections to um, a very famous farm out in Midway, and just did an amazing job of siring these tremendous uh, offspring that went on to win a ton of races, including the first Kentucky Derby. So we first Kentucky Derby, very yeah. first, 1875, wasn't it? You know, and the a horse named Lexington. Hear this, Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> a horse named Lexington bred the first Kentucky Derby winner. Yes, in Louisville, we always have an edge on them. Exactly. So uh, we were really thrilled. We tracked down uh, Edward Troy, was a very famous portraitist uh, in the 19th century. Did a lot of confirmation. Uh, portraits of horses had painted this particular image of Lexington the horse the New York Racing Association happened to own the rights can you imagine the day they got the call that said <laughs> we borrow those rights and turn yeah. that horse blue <laughs> yeah that's right but they were good sports they said sure and of course there is no secret that that shade of blue just so happens to match exactly the color of the University of Kentucky does it really yes it's the exact same PMS color so we're we all isn't it great? PMS 286. And, you know, Lexington's, the stallion Lexington was the number one producing stallion 
the second half of the 19th century. Absolutely. Big deal. And had, held uh, held the record for siring the most winners really and truly until about the last two decades. So yes. had a long run as the stud. Yeah, the very one. <laughs> Neat. So it's a great backstory. Great story. For the blue horse. The blue horse. Now you know, listeners. Let's take our break here. It is the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. What I'm supposed to say. Uh, I like it. You got the power. Yeah, I've been told. (laughs) News Radio 630 WLAP. Around the world, around the country, or around town. Because it matters to me. The news never stops. You have to be relentless. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree of Dupree Financial Group. Frequently, I hear from people I meet that say, oh, I've heard you on the radio, and I've been planning to set an appointment with you. Let me say to all of you to whom this applies, call us now. There are several good things that happen when you set an appointment with us, but the main one is that you're no longer in the dark about your finances. We give you lots of information about your accounts, completely free and without obligation. Also, we let you know in no uncertain terms if we think you are on a good track for retirement or not. We are a candid guide to all of our clients and prospects. We tell you the truth. For a free, no-obligation review of your retirement investments, call us at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. It was down in Memphis, corner of Beale and Maine. Now, if this can be called country music, uh, I got a whole bunch of other stuff that can qualify. Well, and, you know, you, you bring up a good point because there probably is some controversy in this documentary. And this is one of them where it's Jimmy Rogers, who's considered one of the first country superstars everybody thinks it was hank williams well hank took it to another level but jimmy rogers with this song blue yodel number nine which was actually recorded in la which kind of goes back to what you said every tennessee takes credit for country music right and what's interesting about this song and why it's featured in country the country music documentary is that this was actually a song that kind of shaped rock and roll moving forward because you can hear a little dixieland in there you know jazz Mm -hmm. and on the trumpet is Louis Armstrong who goes uncredited on really? this song. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that this was featured and Jimmy Rogers known more as a country superstar, but he had a little uh, little jazz influence on this one. So there's there's going to be some discrepancies when you see this documentary and you're going to think, wait a minute. Yeah. And it, it's all a, bi- a big mix. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and, and Elvis kind of caught all of it in a way yeah it, it was the gospel music it was the country music that came together rock and roll shaped rock and roll and that, i think that's what this documentary is trying to prove is how influential country music is on different genres of music where are we right. going to find this documentary netflix it's, or country uh, no, music it's, channel it's, it, it's actually all on uh K-E-T. K-E-T. Okay. yeah so Got they it. have the streaming uh you can stream it on there and then it airs uh tomorrow night i think episode four or five yeah okay and start. so it's available yeah perfect back with mary quinn raymer um uh, talk a little bit about the organization visit lex of which you are the uh president and uh, what you guys just kind of the nuts and bolts of the organization what you guys do and uh and that sort of thing how you get your funding all the fun we can get into all the of it well as i mentioned we're the tourism office for the city of lexington so we are not housed in city government proper but we do have a um, relationship with them we're 
technically considered, check this out, a special non-component unit. Non-component? ECG. Okay, yep. I like that word, non-component. There you go. So hmm. the mayor and council will ultimately be the ones to appoint my board, for example. So they have we have a, a strong working relationship with the city, but we are um, governed by an independent board mm -hmm. that is appointed. And we are funded exclusively through the transient room tax. So if you've ever been on vacation and you check out your bill at the end mm -hmm. of your trip, you may notice down at the bottom before you get to the sales tax, there's a tourism tax or a transient room tax or a hospitality tax. Those tax dollars are what ultimately goes back into um, organizations like myself. And, and here in Lexington, we happen to split that transient collection with the Lexington Convention Center. Okay, that's interesting. So where do we see that? We see it on a hotel bill. Where else? That's it. That's it. That's it. So if you are overnighting in Lexington and uh, in one of our hotel properties, B&Bs, or in our Airbnb properties, they are actually compliant as well. Yeah. Then you will, that transient room tax will be collected. It's at 8.5% in mm -hmm. Lexington. And that money will uh, be split between the LCC and VisitLex. Really? So we then take those dollars. Our mission is to market and promote the Lexington and the surrounding area as a, as a premier destination in an effort to drive economic development through the hospitality sector. So that is, in a nutshell, what we are charged with doing. And then we take it a step further at Visit Lex to not only say we have a responsibility to market Lexington, but we also want to uh, do everything we can to deliver a world-class experience once you're here. So we talk a lot about what it means to have gracious hospitality and work a lot with our partners, as you might imagine, on trying to deliver that. Well, in, in listeners, if you haven't had the chance, gosh, your new location downtown in the renovated courthouse. It is pretty fabulous. Yes. Wow. We, we've been there just over a year. We mm -hmm. moved into the restored Old Fayette Courthouse um, last summer, and we have both our administrative offices, but more importantly for the visitor, our visitor center located in that building. I can't say enough about the team that uh, brought that building back to life and really imagined it for a 21st century purpose. And yeah, it was sitting there just poor, poor thing. It was just this, it was too big and bulky to tear down. It was going to be. Yes. Yeah, it, it was, you couldn't, there was too much rock in there. They'd be tearing, they'd be toting rock out of here for the next 20 years if, right. if they ever tore it down. So they reimagined it and here it is. Here it is. Well, interestingly, that was the fifth courthouse that had been built mm -hmm. for Lexington and Fayette County. And the, others, the other four had all burned. And so there really was this genuine effort <laughs> in the late 1890s that this was going to be a building for the ages. So you were exactly right. That yeah, it that wouldn't burn down. For, for days. It is a solid building. So they've uh, just, we were able, obviously, through the funding that came from the, the city as well as the historic tax credits to, to have just a, a, an amazing sort of finished product that we are enjoying. So the city actually owns that building, correct? Yes. Okay. So well, it's kind of a branch of it's it's, it's a an it's an LLLP. Yeah. We, well, yeah, we've but been reading all about that lately, right? My pay grades. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I understand. But you know, I I want to speak to the listeners about if you have not taken the time. I mean, I'm third generation Lexington person, and I was blown away my first visit. Oh, good. I was in Great. awe. What I experienced. Number one, the courthouse is just beautiful. Right. The renovation project. But there's, you can go down there and have lunch. You can go in and have the Visit Lex experience, yep. which is pretty cool. Your staff yes. needs to be recognized. Oh, well, thank they you. are the most friendly, most welcoming, <laughs> most engaging group of people I've ever dealt with. And I've been in there several times. You, the, the most? Well, what about I'm, Dupree Financial Group. Well, yeah, but outside of Dupree, but I mean that's a whole nother scale. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's another See, planet. I, I really cannot say. It just so happens that it it tends to be a fairly female heavy uh, frontline staff. <laughs> yeah. But I cannot so, say enough about these women. They really are remarkable, and we, as I mentioned, we take service very seriously. We want you to experience. There's there's a famous. Uh, well, famous in my circles, quote that I love. And this was when Tiffany and company was looking all over for their right. expansion plans. This was a few years ago. And the executive that came in to make the final call that they were going to, in fact, locate in Lexington, he said, 
you know, I've certainly had good hospitality, and I've had really good southern hospitality. He said, but Lexington has a brand all of its own, and that is Lexington Hospitality. And so my team really does That's great. Gosh. want to extend that, that kindness, that graciousness. I mean, as somebody said, we'll probably give you a casserole on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> it's grits. <laughs> It's just, it's wonderful. Gosh, it makes me so, so they're, proud. They're a fantastic set of ladies down there that I just have the privilege of working with um, day in and day out. And they do a great job taking care of our visitors. And thank you for the compliment. One of the things that uh, was very important to us with this tremendous opportunity to be located in, in such a building was to, to really honor and marry that architecture and that tradition with a very, um, you know, modern space. And so we've tried to utilize the technology in, in ways that are meaningful but not ostentatious. And we have some great gifts, so it's a fun place to pick up something if you need something Lexington-centric for folks. And yes. tons of information. It's amazing all the things that one could do in a day in the city. And the information is free. Very, very free. Yes. Yeah. Totally complimentary. I was on a search committee recently and and. That's where I went to get my goodies. We got our gifts. We got our information. And, and the folks that we were entertaining in the community were just amazed. Great. That's amazed. wonderful. So, anyhow. All right, back to you, Mary Quinn. Yes, sir. So, Visit Lex. Tell us more. Tell us more. What makes Visit Lex so special? Well, I, as I mentioned, I think I really do have the greatest job in the world. So, I basically... First of all, I should say that I'm just an unabashed lover of Kentucky. I grew up just down the road in Danville, and the idea that I could actually make a living selling this great yeah. place is the coolest. It's pretty neat. It's very. I feel very blessed and, and grateful for the opportunity. So I, I think the passion part I have checked off in spades. I love nothing gives me greater delight than bringing someone to town for the first time and just having them, you know, be out on the countryside, be in our downtown, talking with our, our locals, and uh, there's just a sparkle in their eye. They they get it, and I love watching that moment where they have been converted to, you know, a fan and a friend for Lexington. So, um, You started your career in Danville, too, Bull well, County. Yes, uh, in the tourism industry, right. at least. Yes, I did. I, so I had an opportunity to work down there in that tourism office for a little while, which is a great place to sort of cut my teeth on the yeah. industry. And then I had the opportunity of meeting David Lord and— he recruited me to Lexington, and here we sit. So, so, so our our um, our desire really is to showcase the very best of this place, but in ways that are um, meaningful and relevant. And as I mentioned, sometimes we do that with the leisure traveler, the you know family of four, the thirteen year old girl who's horse crazy, the uh, yeah. folks coming in to do our yeah. Kentucky Bourbon Trail, right. And also meetings and conventions. When we come back from the break, I want to hear, if you will, the story. Tell us what you would take a prospective conventioneer that's right. coming to our town, sure. how you'd sell them. want to hear how we do that. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. We'll be back in just a moment. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Power 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival. The artist you told us you love on the iHeartRadio app. Hosted by Ryan Seacrest from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Watch live on the CW app and CWTV.com. And listen on iHeartRadio. Continuing tonight at 10 p.m. Capital One is a proud partner of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Bringing great products and access to unique and unforgettable experiences to our customers. What's in your wallet? This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-352-0434. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you haven't 
haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-352-0434. That's 800-352-0434. 800-352-0434. The Pentagon Friday night announcing it's sending U.S. troops to Saudi Arabia following the Saudi oil attacks. The U.S. is blaming Iran for those attacks. ABC Stephanie Ramos has more. Defense Secretary Mark Esper calling it a first step. Esper adding, Saudi Arabia and the UAE requested this international support to help protect critical infrastructure. The U.S. now planning to expedite weapons purchases to the Saudis. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy calling for an investigation into reports that President Trump asked Ukraine's president to investigate business dealings in Ukraine involving Joe Biden's son. It follows a whistleblower filing a formal complaint about a call involving the president. Tropical Storm Jerry still churning in the Atlantic, expected to pass off in the Atlantic later today, packing winds of 65 miles per hour. Remnants of Tropical Depression Imelda could bring flooding to the Midwest. And today in Washington, funeral services will be held for ABC journalist Cokie Roberts. She was 75. Michelle Franz in ABC News. Starting out the weekend on a warm note on this Saturday. Mix of sunny clouds. We're into the mid and upper 80s. Upper 80s again on Sunday, but the winds are going to be very gusty. That's ahead of a cold front that can produce a scattered shower thunderstorm around Sunday night and Monday. Behind that front, temperatures are much closer to normal into the early half of next week. Have a great weekend. I'm WKYT Chief Meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call term provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-230-2777. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-230-2777. 800-230-2777. Chris Young, live, Raised on Country Tour. I was raised on country. Saturday, November 23rd, Rump Arena. Chris Young, hit after amazing hit. And tonight I'm drowning. With special guests, Eli Youngman and Matt Stell. Tickets available at LiveNation.com. Chris Young, Raised on Country Tour. 630 WLAP. There's a big holler tree down the road. If I made play, you lay down a dollar or two. You go round the bend and when you come back again, there's a jug for the good old mountain dew. Oh, they call it that old mountain dew. And then that refuse it or I'll get you up a mug if you do. Back on the Tom Dupree show. Visiting with Mary Quinn Raymer. Uh, of the uh, Visit Lex uh, organization, and we have a we have a caller, Brandon, who wants to put in a pitch for the music festival in in Southland. Is that it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hi, Tom. How are you? Thanks Good. for taking my call. You're welcome. My name is Brandon. My name is Brandon Pittard, and I just wanted to get. A little bit of a word out to your listeners to showcase some of the best Lexington, as uh, Mary Quinn said. Um, Visit Lex is one of the sponsors of Tallstown Music Festival, which is taking place today on Lexington on Southland Drive from noon to 10 and tomorrow from noon to 8. We have over 20 bands lined up. We have uh, 
West 6th there serving beer. We have three food trucks. We have, oh, art art vendors in two stages and family-friendly activity. And uh, just wanted to tell the community about it. All right. Where on Southland Drive is it? So it's on three, it's at 302 Southland Drive. The field is directly behind Dollar General, if you're familiar with the area. Yeah. It's near Olika Shrine Temple. Mm-hmm. It's actually a field that they own. It has a permanent stage that the Amish built about 10 or 12 years ago. We bring in a second stage. We have a tent set up. We have a tent set up in the back corner for, with uh, family activities, uh, face painting, and um, we give away dance streamers, and we have beach balls back there to play with. We have... Um, art and information vendors from all around the community. Almost all of the bands are from Lexington. Hey, Brand- uh, we only have three outside bands. Brandon, is that field behind Alika Shrine, or is it right next door to it? What, help, help us visualize not, that. It is not directly behind Alika Shrine. It's di- it's directly behind the Dollar General, which oh, is okay. da- next door to Alika Shrine. If you go to the website, tallsound.com, which is a very weird spell of name it's t-a-h-l-s-o-u-n-d it's an anagram for southland it's all the letters in southland and okay. they okay. rearranged to spell tall sound got it all right i'll just put a plug in that these guys have done a fabulous job creating this event and i love southland drive i think it's one of the gems in this city there's mm-hmm. so much cool stuff going on up and down and a great music cool neighborhood in town Great music heritage up and along Southland Drive as well. So it, it's a super fun event. It's been around. Brandon, is this the third year? This is year three coming up. It's been many years in the making. Uh, yeah. It was a dream for great. years and years, and uh, I shared it, and I shared it some more. And it, a friend of mine who has many years' experience named Seth Murphy is our director. Our other partners are Gareth Evans. He's our MC and our front of house manager and just all-around great guy, amazing a uh, friend of mine, Chris Smith, the four of us have worked together with so many of our friends, we can't even take time to name them all. Uh, we've all volunteered our time and um, just come together to tr- really try to, like I say, showcase the best of Lexington. These bands, um, some of them play weekly or seasonally around town, or some of them travel outside of Lexington, but they usually are playing in venues where families aren't able to take their little ones out and go see them or it's too late for dad or mom to get out of the house because so they can't go and so we wanted to show the people what Lexington has to offer musically and so we set up two stages and let the bands play that's great thanks Brandon we appreciate you calling thanks for pitching that okay appreciate it you know um, the music festival movement if you will call it that uh is gotten huge and it's kind of like the kind of like the uh uh beer movement um the uh you know you got these little music festivals all over the place this thing i've just come to my attention this week uh kicking it on the creek right down in uh um Eastern yeah and it is, and I know exactly where that is because I own some property down near there. And buddy, that is back in the sticks. Yeah, That's, we're talking gravel switch or going down that road uh, outside of Danville that goes down uh, towards Bradfordsville. Right. Uh, you know, way back in the middle of nowhere. Th- that's not where this thing is. This is this is over in uh, Estill County. But you got that. Um, there's a thing that they're advertising called the Moonshiners Ball that's going to be down on the Rock Castle River. And it just seems like th- this whole thing has passed me by. I, I, I just kind of watch it and with wonder. But um, it's the same thing that you, you see with the uh, local beer movement, just these things springing up. And uh, it it would be interesting to promote that. We, we spend a lot of time um, promoting both those things. I love, as you were mentioning when we first started, you know, Tennessee's sort of gotten all the credit over the years, but Kentucky really basically launched uh, what we know of as an entire music genre. And it was obviously very much uh, inspired by 
both African traditions, Irish traditions, a lot of people that were making their way into the state many years ago. And right. so I'm just delighted that there's this renaissance of uh, respecting and honoring and celebrating that musical tradition. And there's this city is just ripe with musicians. It's amazing the talent that's here. And, and so I'm glad that they're kind of getting their moment in the spotlight. And we um, were very involved a month ago with the launch of the Railbird Music Festival, mm-hmm. yep. which happened out at Keeneland. And that was a... That was a large-scale event and, and a sort of bold move for us in this market to say we could do it and support it. We had great partners with AC Entertainment, but one of the priorities for us was that there would be a stage devoted entirely to local musicians, which we pulled off on the Burl stage. And I was really delighted the weekend after, I mean, the Monday after our weekend that uh, Rolling Stones wrote a glowing write-up of the festival but specifically called out two hometown guys that would have probably never imagined themselves being in ink and rolling stones and so that's like when you have those moments you know and you connect all those dots it's a it's it's a win so and then as far as beer goes we have the brewgrass trail yeah yeah and uh we have a fun little passport program where we give people the opportunity to get out and explore not just what's in lexington proper but what's in the region and i think we're up to 16 members of the Brewgrass Trail, so obviously responsibility is a big piece of our messaging as well, but there's a lot of interesting uh, breweries that people can take advantage of while they're visiting here. When they announced uh, Railbird, yes. what was your all's reaction? Was it, was it like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for, or <laughs> high fives all around the office? What was your first reaction, or were you a little apprehensive about it? No, actually, I'd been working on, so I was very quietly um, involved for about two years uh, on the backside of things, and one of the things the Visit Lex had realized is that we had space for a a festival weekend like that. Um, We also realized it was going to be very expensive, and so rather than trying to do this all by ourselves, we thought, well, let's try and bring in the right partner. So we shopped several different music festival producing companies of course ultimately you're usually into the you know there's Uh a tie back to live nation um and so we found ac entertainment which was founded by ashley caps he's the gentleman who came up with this idea called bonnaroo you know let's do Mm -hmm. a music festival in the middle of a field in tennessee and they tend to focus on and excel in boutique festivals particularly in the southeast and so they emerged as a, a a premier partner and uh, Keeneland was on board to do something when its campus is rather quiet, of course, in sure. August. And it just came together in, in a really lovely way. And um, we'll be back for year two. We're trying to finalize dates for year two. But Great. Yeah, it's very exciting. Let's talk a little bit about tourism and the dollars that it brings into the Lexington economy. You know, usually people in your uh kind of role uh are pretty good at citing numbers and and things like that what what, if you didn't have tourism and let's say we were toledo or something like well that's wrong i I shouldn't just (laughs) throw off on toledo or whatever louisville no just kidding (laughs) say we were someplace that people didn't think of as a tourist uh attraction what would that be like as compared to what we are today well i certainly can give you a a couple of fun statistics we just recently did some um, review and analysis of the previous year we do this in partnership with the kentucky department of tourism and and in fayette county alone tourism accounts for approximately two billion dollars let's be with a b billion dollars worth of economic impact both direct and indirect so that's just in Fayette County. That's just in yeah. Fayette County. So what that Boy. means is that you, as a local uh, resident of Fayette County, have about $1,000 less that you have to pay in taxes by virtue of what is coming in from our visitors and, and what they're adding to our economic uh, pipeline. So it, it, it is meaningful, and um, certainly it employs a lot of jobs. Uh, we have, I can't remember the latest statistic, but I think it's around 20,000 people employed in some area of the hospitality. Of course, that includes hotels, restaurants, retail, so um, a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunity for upward movement, move, you know, development, movement in a career path, which is fantastic, and uh, it's the greatest, I mean, it's Kentucky's big export. You can't ship, right. ship this anywhere else. you no. got to come here to have it, and so that's one of the things that I love the most about it is that it's, it's very much an experience, uh, I mean, a location-based uh, experience, so... 
Let's jump into the pride piece. So seven, according to the Kentucky Tourism, seven point six billion was spent on tourism in Kentucky in 2018. Two billion of that was a result of Lexington. Yeah. 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 Hey, did you hear that, Lolo? <laughs> but that makes me. Sorry. You know, I've been trying to cultivate the Louisville market, and you just screwed me. <laughs> royally here just in this one now i've got a little bit of a resentment yeah just a little and, bit and the little resentment is simply this and i bet there's a lot of listeners that would agree with me the horse business the horse capital of the world is here not louisville kentucky the kentucky derby is a race well we <laughs> like to say in our office they have yeah. the race we have the reason that's right yeah. so it, no that's true it is it is true and, and of course the derby has such a strong name id and, and global recognition but it certainly is not well, when you get into breeding and and things that require proximity uh it helps to have all the farms near each other because yeah. you're going from one farm to the other and and it's you know it's tough to be it's it would be it'd be like being in the country music business in uh cleveland you know, whether if you're in Nashville, you're close to all the musicians and that kind of thing. You're in Lexington, you're close to all the horse farms, the breeding and the facilities and those sorts of things. Yeah. It just makes a hell of a lot more sense to be near each other. Absolutely. Mary Quinn, walk us through real quick because I want let's the, Let's grab that. We've got it. Okay. We, let's go to the break here and then do it when we come back. Okay. You're... It's the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial. We're speaking with Mary Quinn Raymer of uh, Visit Lex. News Radio 630 WLAP. When you listen more. Listen. You understand. You understand more. U.S. and Iran. Impeaching President Trump. Take your AR-15. Leaving. 2020. Every day, more is happening on News Radio 630. All of us should listen. WLAP. I'm Tom Dupree, Jr. Your retirement investment portfolio is too important to be managed by a one-size-fits-all menu of mutual funds or annuities at the other end of an 800 number or a website. Dupree Financial Group is local, right here on Main Street in Lexington. We specialize in individually managed, not mass-produced investment accounts. If you have a 401k or IRA, we can handle the rollover for you and generally have your money ready to invest within 10 to 12 business days. We design an individual account just for you, our client. Once your plan is implemented, we try to meet with you twice a year to review your plan and make changes if needed. This ensures that any concerns or questions you may have about your money are answered in a timely fashion. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free review and be sure to listen to Tom Dupree on the weekends at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show with Mary Quinn Raymer of Visit Lex. Guy, you had a question. Yeah, I just, right before the break, I'm interested in you kind of walking us through what, what the Visit Lex pitch is for a major, let's say, association that's going to have their annual convention, mm-hmm. and they're going to bring in thousands of people. Mm-hmm. What's your pitch? How you how you recruit somebody like that? Well, we obviously uh, believe that the best way to get them, you know, get them booked into here is to get the meeting planner here so that they can experience firsthand what the city has to offer. But part of our presentation to them always includes the fact that, first of all, we're very conveniently located. We're a very affordable destination. We're a very safe destination. We have a very walkable downtown. Makes for a great, um, you know, compact experience on behalf of anti- attendees. And then we have these signature industries that, you know, we're so fortunate to have here. Equine and, and bourbon are two that provide authentic experiences. And everything in travel this at this moment in time is really based on the authenticity of experiences. So we, we try to make sure that we really connect those dots for them. The other thing that I, I don't talk as much about but I believe is ever bit as powerful is the intellectual capital that is based here in this city. And yeah. we love connecting the dots. Let's just say if I'm talking to a nurse uh, associate, a nurses association and they're looking at bringing their convention here and I have the opportunity to say, you know, here's a per- person over at the University of Kentucky 
who's a you know thought leader in this particular love it channel of nursing and they could be a breakout speaker they could be a keynote speaker right. i love crisscrossing those dots with the intellectual capital that's based here because we yeah so many times that's people. smart it's that's intellectual i mean i didn't <laughs> I didn't realize this about the downtown accessibility. Now we've got hotels, and this yep. is exciting. But hundred retail shops and a hundred and ninety, but it's one hundred seventy restaurant there's, bars. There's a lot in, in this yeah downtown area. Just in my tenure at Visit Lex, downtown God. has fundamentally transformed, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that. I think most, if you talked to the longstanding restaurateurs and retailers, they would tell you that it wouldn't be possible to do what they do without the visitor that's coming in and helping eat in those do, restaurants and shop. And do you take them to a horse farm? Oh, of course. Or do you? <laughs> of course. Do you I mean, drive real slow past Caymanley and leave the airport? Scenic drives, <laughs> and we do horse farm tours. We absolutely yep. get them out and about. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're definitely some aha moments of course any excuse to take them to keeneland and what is the one thing you tell people that are visiting lexington that they must do oh my goodness gracious. would 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 there be one it's a very hard visit to pre-financial <laughs> after <laughs> retirement plan exactly looked at <laughs> come down and see us yeah. all now that i know y'all are so friendly down yeah. <laughs> yes we are down the street. right on main street probably no. a horse farm horse farm yeah that's what probably. i thought okay mary quinn We've got the most, as it is, it's branded once in a generation capital project going on in Lexington, Kentucky. Three hundred million dollar expansion, the Lexington Convention Center. Absolutely. Yep. What's all this mean? It means great things. Uh, I really believe that it will be a transformational project for this city. It certainly changes the landscape as far as the tourism industry goes in in Lexington. Um, here's a fun fact. At our current capacity, we can go out and recruit about 60% of the national meeting business that's out there. With this expansion, we'll be able to go out and recruit 90% of that national business. So it's just we're we're fishing in a whole different kind of pond once we get this expansion complete. And for us, we think that's great. It allows us to uh, attract larger meetings. It also allows us to attract a higher profile uh, Mm -hmm. meeting. And obviously, we think that when those people are here, uh, an average convention attendee in Lexington spends $390 per day by the time you add up all of their Mm -hmm. expenses. And uh, that that translates for good economic influence into into this community. So really uh, so excited we got this project off the ground obviously if you've been down there you've seen a very busy summer of activity uh, the expansion the of the actual exhibit hall is going to be the first phase and then we'll be doing the sort of freeing of rep arena and the plaza after that i don't think a lot of people realize what's going to be on the other side of this new convention center town Cabin branch Camp, yes that wonderful park they're putting in it's yeah. it's going to be neat do we have enough hotel space so interestingly when we were looking at uh this proposition back in 2015 we we worked with a consultant who said you know you automatically need 450 more hotel rooms in your downtown in order to support this type of expansion but i will tell you that when we open up city center yes uh, in about a month that we will be very close to those 450 All right. rooms. Yeah. and i think that there will be other hotels that will follow suit uh, from what i have gathered uh doing a lot of research and certainly watching how things have transformed in other cities with a public investment like this uh, typically the private investment follows very quickly so i think that whole sort of area campus if you will will um, continue to evolve and i have this great long-term vision and hope that what you see now at the convention center and and soon to be town branch uh, park will just uh, be a nice natural transition right on into the distillery district and it'll just eventually be one entire you know zone it's i hope i live long enough to see this whole thing really when the distillery district becomes what it really is supposed right. to be it's it's it, it's wow. on its way, but uh, there's still quite a bit of, you know, kind of, it's sort of is, gritty. Do you, are you involved much with the town branch project? Is that moving forward? It is. They've had, they've had a good summer of fundraising as well. And um, I'm on their advisory council. So I do have the opportunity to, to talk with them about the programming and the foundation and sort of the infrastructure for how that park will come online. Obviously, 
they can't do much in the way of right. physical construction until the convention center is complete. But they are they've had a very good summer raising so, private dollars for that park. When is target completion date on a convention? It will be in the first quarter of twenty twenty two. Okay. First so we've got a little bit of time. Yeah, we do. Um I think you'll see the exhibit hall uh come online as I mentioned first. And that will happen maybe end of next year, end of twenty twenty into early twenty twenty one and then they'll finish the second phase by first quarter of twenty twenty two. So we should be um, ready to go, you know, late spring, early summer for sure of 2022 with a, an entirely new campus. Wow. Now, next year, we got something big going on in Lexington. Breeders' J- Cup. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, here. here. Coming back. Woohoo! Years. So, is there anything unique, exciting about, are you all going to do anything? Yes. So, we're going to do another Breeders' Cup Festival. That was a home run in 2015, and I think that uh, the horse enthusiasts and fans really appreciated everything Lexington did to, to welcome them. So, obviously, Keeneland is going to take great care of them at the track, but we're going to try and do a number of things downtown and in the distillery district and around town, really, to uh, create that festival atmosphere all throughout the city. Right. That'll be great. Stay tuned. uh, uh, Music is going to play a huge role, and we're also going to try and do everything we can to highlight the international connections that come with the thoroughbred industry, and so really honoring and representing these countries that, our major players in the Breeders' Cup um, so that we have a, a sense of our global community right here. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about the Breeders' Cup thing, to say the least. Are you? Did you hear that, Louisville? No. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I'm, Louisville, I apologize. <laughs> Louisville, <laughs> I don't know why I've We're got that trying, going on today. Trying to get regional here with our little farm, and he just pushed us right back into this All little right. box. So we've been talking about the things, Mary Quinn, that everybody knows about yeah. and we see and live and experience every day. But what would you tell a guy like me or Elizabeth, Tom? We've, we're generational people. Sure. What do we need to experience in this community that we maybe have not we got about 40 seconds. Okay. So if I had to pick one thing that doesn't typically come to the top of the list, but I think is one of the most delightful ways to experience um, the beautiful terrain, bluegrass, is to get in a canoe on the Elkhorn oh, and cruise on down. Love it. That is my personal favorite. Oh, it's wonderful. There you go. Mary Quinn, we appreciate you being here today. It's, my, it's Th- been thank so you. fun. Thank yeah, you. We, it's been uh great and just to learn so much about lexington thank you so much for yeah. being here mary quinn raymer visit lex uh you've been listening to the tom dupree show stay with us news radio 630 wlap